Last week, uh, we talked about how to be happy. And we're going to take that a step further today. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to briefly recap last week so that we're clear on why and how we can take this next step to being happy. Most people want to be happy. I mean, really, who wants to be sad? Now, after saying that, I have to admit that I have always enjoyed sad songs. When I was a teenager back in the late 60s, uh, I started writing songs, and I wrote a lot of love songs, and almost all of them were sad. The guy in my songs was always longing for love or or heartbroken because he'd lost love. Some of my song titles were uh, The Tears I Softly Cried For You, My Heart Has Lost Its Way, Please Don't Say You're Sorry, Whisper Softly, and Perhaps My Heart Won't Hear. (laughs) Sad songs. But it was just the melancholy teenager I was back then, although I have to admit I, st- I still like sad songs. I don't know why. But like most everyone else, I do want to be happy. Most people want to be happy. And most people, however, look to things of the world to give them happiness. They think, well, if I just had enough money, I'd be happy. If I just had a, a bigger house, I'd be happy. If I just had status in the community, maybe, I'd be happy. If I just had certain belongings, you know, if I could just buy certain things, I'd be happy. But as we pointed out last week, all these things we count on to make us happy, they're all things that are passing. They are temporary. And yes, in the moment... In the moment when we have them, in the moment when we get them, in the moment when we experience some situation or some event, we're happy. And that smile radiates across our face. But the moment passes. And maybe it's followed by other moments when there is sadness or despair or disappointment or heartbreak. Or maybe anger. Well, let me say again, there's, there's nothing wrong with finding happiness in the moments that we find it in life. The problem is when we depend on those moments of happiness to shape our perspective on life. If we do that, we'll never really be happy. True happiness that sustains even when the world is melting down all around us is one that derives from a solid, foundational, unchanging source. And as we shared last week, that source is Jesus Christ. In particular, the peace of Christ 
it is given us. Jesus said, it's recorded for us in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let it be fearful. The peace of Christ is foundational. It is solid. It is unchanging. And from the peace of Christ that we have, we can view the world with a perspective that is not affected by what happens in the moment. The moments will come and the moments will go. But the peace of Christ is eternal. It stays with us no matter what. And we can stand in that peace. And though we experience emotionally the moments that we experience in life, we know that we stand on a truth. And we know that we have the knowledge and the assurance of the peace of Christ. And we can look through the unhappiness. We can look through the pain. We can look through the disappointment. We experience it, but we can look through it and have a bigger perspective on life that is filled with genuine happiness that comes from our relationship with Jesus Christ and the peace that He has given us. If we want to be happy, regardless of what the moments bring, regardless of what changes around us, we will let the peace of Christ reign in our lives. Yes, we will witness moments, good and bad. We will feel the emotions, but we will face it all and stand firm in our happiness. Not because of what we feel at any given moment, but because of what we know is true and unchanging, the peace of Christ. Now, I ended last week by saying, yes, we have this knowledge of the peace of Christ. But what about the smile? You know, when we're happy at those moments <laughs> in life, we always get that smile. Well, we have this knowledge of the peace of Christ in us, but how do we get the smile Where do we get the smile that we so much enjoy as it radiates across our face? So let's take this idea of happiness a step further. And I'm here to tell you it's, it's kind of a major step. It doesn't just happen. It is an action. It's not really going to take long to explain it. But here's where our knowledge meets the reality of life. Here's where we get to smile. So before we get into that, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning desiring to understand more clearly how we can live in this world, know and appreciate the peace that we have in you that gives us eternal happiness and be able to translate that into that smile that we so much enjoy. Help us to understand it, Father, and not only understand it, but help us 
do it in our lives. And this we ask in Christ's name. Amen. All right, there, there are two kinds of smiles. There's the one that's put on. You know, when the person's holding the camera and they say, smile, and you'll, you know, you, you put on the smile. Or the smile when you're trying to act like you like something when you really don't like it that much. That smile is one we put on. And then there's the smile that comes on. We can't help it. It just rushes up from inside us. It explodes across our face. And even if we don't grin from ear to ear, it's shining through our eyes. It comes from our heart. Because whatever has happened in that moment touches our heart. And we respond. We don't ask. It, it just happens. We respond with a beautiful smile. So then, having the happiness that comes from the solid, foundational, unchanging peace of Christ can also cause that smile to come on. And here's how. First, understand, if you are letting the peace of Christ rule in your heart, you are able to have a perspective on the world that is filled with joy, regardless of what's going on. If you're standing in the peace of Christ, you're going to have a happiness and a joy that allows you to look beyond all of that. Regardless of what the world around you does or doesn't do, regardless of what moments bring or don't bring, regardless of what emotion might come in the moment, you have a joy, a happiness that transcends all of that. It's solid, foundational, it's unchanging. That knowledge, that truth is yours to stand on. But as, I've, as you've heard me say very often, it's not, what you, it's not what you know, it's what you do with what you know. We know that. We know we have the priest of Christ. We stand in it and hopefully we, are rain, we let it reign in our lives, but it's not what you know. It's what you do with what you know. If you want to get the smile that comes from the knowledge, that truth that you're going to, then you're going to have to do something based on that knowledge. You have a solid, foundational, unchanging peace. You have an internal and eternal happiness. You have a joy based in the peace of Christ. Jesus gave it to you. And as, as I have also often said, it's not what you have. It's what you do with what you have. What are you doing with the peace, the happiness, the joy Jesus has given you? Are you uh, just standing there 
saying to yourself, okay, world, whatever you give me, I can deal with it because I have the peace of Christ that passes all understanding ruling in my heart. If you're looking at the world with that perspective, awesome. That's awesome. But with the exception of perhaps a few emotional moments, I doubt that knowledge is going to send a smile spreading across your face. You know it. It's a truth you understand, and you're thankful for it. And you try to live in it, but it doesn't necessarily send the smile rolling up out of your heart and across your face. You take comfort in the knowledge because there's an inner joy. And we can praise God for the peace Jesus gives us. But how do we get the smile? Here then is how we get the smile. You're wondering if I'm ever going to get there, right? <laughs> Here's how you get the smile, the real, coming from inside you, smile that spreads across your face. Let me repeat. It's not what you have. It's what you do with what you have. We know we have the peace of Christ. So what can we do with what we have that will result in a smile spreading across our face. I want to share two illustrations with you. The first one is in the temporal. It's in the temporary, but it, it very clearly shows you a concept. It's Christmas morning. Your little girl or your little boy sitting on the floor in front of the Christmas tree. They have opened gifts from aunts and uncles, grandparents, brothers and sisters, and now you hand them the gift you have picked out for them probably weeks or months ago. It's something you think they're really going to like, something maybe they wanted and maybe they thought they would never have. And so the paper gets ripped off the box. <laughs> the box is opened up, and as they pull the gift out of the box, their eyes get wide, they get excited, they start laughing, they start jumping up and down with joy. They're so excited they can't hardly stand it. What are you doing? You're smiling, aren't you? And it's a smile that comes from deep within your heart and spreads across your face because you have given them happiness. From your heart that loves them, you have given them happiness. You have given them joy. Now that's just in the moment. Let's take that concept and let's put it in the eternal. Let's put it back over here in the peace of Christ that we have, that happiness within us. It was 1972. For uh, about a year, 
I had been traveling with Christ and Youth <clears throat> as the director of the Southeast United States Christ and Youth Evangelistic Team. Uh, we traveled all over the Southeast. We uh, were based in Georgia. We traveled in Georgia, Florida, North and South Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi. We traveled all over the Southeast doing youth events, reaching out to young people. I had an old, uh, I don't remember the year, but it was, it was a big black Ford Galaxy 500. And uh, it had a big trunk in it, and we would pile everything we could get into the trunk, and what we couldn't get in the trunk we would carry in our laps as we all piled into the car. There were uh, five of us all together on the team, and we would travel. So it was 1972, and I had just graduated from seminary, and I was back home at the uh, West Village Christian Church that I've told you about many times, the church where I grew up. My dad was still the pastor there. It was a Sunday evening service. We used to have those back then. My dad had uh, finished his sermon and said what I thought was going to be the closing prayer, but as soon as he said amen, he asked everybody to sit down. And then uh, he asked Vernon and Ethel Harris to come up to the front. Now, you've heard me talk about Vernon and Ethel Harris numerous times. Lovely, beautiful old couple from the church. He was a farmer, just beautiful people. They had been supporting me in my ministry for Christ and Youth. Uh, to be in CIY, you had to raise your own support, just like you were a missionary going overseas. And uh, they had been supporting me from, from when I first started in Christ and Youth. So they came down to the front, and they asked me to come down to the front. Vernon said, Jerome, come up here. And after a brief explanation about how they had raised some money, they had been raising money for about a year. They had been doing a lot of it with green stamps. <laughs> I don't know how many of you remember green stamps. <coughs> and they explained what they had been doing, and then they turned to me, and they handed me the keys to a brand-new 15-passenger Dodge van for us to use in our CIY ministry as we traveled southeast United States. I was speechless. I was overcome with absolute gratitude, joy, I mean, it was all over my face. You know what Vernon and Ethel were doing right then? They were smiling. A huge, radiant smile that welled up from their heart. A smile that glowed on their faces 
It was there because they had given away happiness. Out of their happiness. Out of their joy in Christ. Out of their love for Christ. Out of their heart committed to Christ. They gave happiness. They smiled because they gave happiness to me out of their happiness in Christ. That, my friends, is how you get to smile. You get to smile, you get to feel good when you give others happiness out of the happiness Christ you have in Christ. Out of and because of the happiness you have in the peace of Christ, you share with others. You serve others. You help others. You do good for others. You bear the burdens of others. You lift them up when they are down. You comfort them in their pain and their sorrow and their disappointment. You give them what they do not think they deserve. You make their day. You make them happy. And you do it because of the happiness you have in Christ that you want to share with others. And you let them know that what you do comes from what Christ has given you. And when you give happiness to others that flows from the happiness you have in Christ, guess what? You're going to feel happy. You're going to feel joy. You're going to feel that peace. And you know what else? You're going to smile. That smile is just going to come on. When you do it for someone else, when you give it to someone else, the smile is going to come on. You're going to be smiling. A smile that flows from a heart that is wrapped in the peace of Christ. And that, my friends, is how to be truly happy and have the smile.